Hi, it's Dan here for Dusty Discs Radio, and this is the podcast Liner Notes, revealing chats with Canada's retro music makers. Today, I'm very honored to have as my special guest, a true Canadian legend and guitarist extraordinaire, Leona Boyd. Often referred to as the First Lady of Guitar, she's a five-time Juno Award winner who has enthralled millions with her romantic and unique brand of classical folk and world music. So we'll be talking about many of her life experiences, as well as her tremendous contributions to the Canadian music scene. So thanks for joining me today, Leona. How are you? Oh, hi, Dan. Really pleased to be on the mic with you, even though I can't see you, I can hear you, and I have heard a little bit of your music, so congratulations. We're both guitar oh, addicts, I, I guess. Yes, well, I appreciate that. Well, thanks so much. It's not very often I get to speak with someone who's literally been everywhere and done everything. Uh-huh. I must say, I went through Thank your you. website, and uh, man, you've lived 10 lives, I think, yes, in one. Yes, so yeah, I'm very lucky, very privileged that music's taken me everywhere in the world, just about. Wow, just uh, shocking. I mean, one of the neat things about doing these podcasts is when I speak to people, I get to go through their catalog and kind of through their information. And uh, sometimes I'm I'm surprised. And with your your particular case, I was surprised. You, you've done everything. You've been around the world <laughs> numerous times and uh, had a good, it's good. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, a lot, lot of traveling. I used to yeah. write, well, I've written a couple of books and I'd write to yes. fans, spend you know the time on planes, Thinking of new ideas, yeah. sometimes getting a melody. Well, I didn't have the advantage of you know having an iPhone to be able to dictate. That's changed yes. a lot of things. Now I can just hum something, yeah, and capture hmm. it in the moment. Yeah, well, I'm well interesting. Guess that you creative like you, and we're both influenced obviously yeah. by folk music. Well, for sure. I mean, it's uh, it's been a long, you know, nice way to sort of express yourself through music. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess that's that's the old saying: find your gift and share it with the world. Yeah. Um, but uh, you and I have a connection in the sense that uh, I graduated from SFU in 1991. I had been there studying oh. English literature, and I was graduating with my degree in English Lit. Oh. And 1991, you were you were there because you were given an honorary doctorate and That's then you right. played remember, at our graduation ceremony. I remember playing yeah. there. At the, uh, yeah, so I was there. very windy and I was wearing that, you know, the hat and the gown. <laughs> and you actually Yes, and then also, I, I was. I walked across the stage because I graduated that day, but it was in the, oh. the atrium there, the, the sort of the quadrangle, they call it. So it's, oh, it was okay. very echoey, yes. natural reverb kind of play. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was the connection that uh, I thought. Well, neat, and you had the big hair back then too. I think oh, you were yes. still in your <laughs> blowing uh, around. <laughs> well, I still got the big hair, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it. I've toured no, a great. lot in British Columbia and lived for, in Vancouver for one year. Actually, I took a well, year. You did list it as one of your favorite 80s. cities. <laughs> yes, when it's yeah. not raining. <laughs> yes, well, but I toured up and down today, the island so. and all over. <laughs> Oh my goodness, at the beginning of my Beautiful. career, I played every small town all over British Columbia, oh, yeah. usually in the winter, yeah. <laughs> taking trains yeah, there and you buses go. and helicopters <laughs> and to very remote no, places. Good for you. Yeah. And I played yeah. with the symphonies, of course, Victoria Symphony, Vancouver yeah. Symphony. Yeah. Very nice. Good memories. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. Why it I'm glad I wrote two yeah. books. I, got a, I can't always remember all the exact details, but in the books, I. I have diaries, yes. and I do have a pretty good memory for all the different adventures I had around the world. Well, and it sounds like your your experience, you just go from one thing to the next, so you don't really have time to take it all in sometimes or reflect much on it. You just kind of do it. I guess you're just oh, a Oh, no, doer. I've had lots of time for reflection, boy, especially during COVID. No. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yes, there you go. Uh, 
And yeah. I used to winter all the time in Palm Beach. I'm not this year. I had a house there, yeah. and uh, it was beautiful. I'd walk around the streets and, you know, seeing the orchids and the, knowing there were snowstorms up north. <laughs> and uh, nice. on my yeah. website, I have a kind of cynical poem about Palm Beach, but it was really beautiful, being on the ocean. And uh, yeah. you see my Palm Beach garden in the new video, uh, Nocturne. It's filmed yeah. with uh, me putting, well, part of it was an iPhone stuck with sticky tape onto a suitcase to, to get yeah. oh, uh, wow. some of the shots. Um, I was very lucky. I had a beautiful place there. Yeah. And do you still have it? Are you still going there? Um, I might. But I sold yeah. that particular okay. house. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. My favorite place is in yeah. Palm Beach. And that was my garden. Yes. And I was curious when I was going through your your catalog and your history. I mean, obviously you started playing at a young age, but um, classical guitar obviously is, is is a very pleasing instrument. It's just a very pleasing oh, sounding instrument. I fell in instrument. love with it. Yes, when I was yeah. twelve years old, I probably heard it yeah. in Spain because my father's from Spain, and we used to go right. and visit my grandparents. So I'm sure I heard my first Spanish guitar then. And then we brought yes. a story actually on the website about how the guitar changed my life, the story of my first guitar, it's called. And yeah. what, what age were you, Dan, when you started? Well, very young. I mean, I, I started singing for me when I was about probably six years old. And then I thought, oh. well, I better play guitar so I can yeah, accompany myself when I'm singing. <laughs> so I, I didn't people start said, well, singing until I was in my 50s. I was purely classical, go. even when I was touring with Gordon Lightfoot. I was always very, very yeah. class, classical. But you were able to, to speak through your instrument, obviously. But uh, but then you decided, you know, it's funny because I had Frank Mills on. You worked with him, and, and what a fantastic guy to talk to. I really appreciated him. But he said that one regret that he had is he wished he'd started singing earlier in his life because he said oh, he, he didn't think he was a good singer. So Yeah, I had no yeah. faith in yeah. my voice. It just opened, but, it, yeah. you know, everything has its time. Um, I was so busy yeah. in the classical world playing with symphonies, uh, writing purely classical repertoire. I mean, even when I toured yeah. with Gordon Lightfoot, we did like 100 shows together. I was playing classical pieces, and the audiences lapped it up. It was in the 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it would have been a distraction, actually, and I didn't want to be like a, a third-rate folk singer. <laughs> Um, I wanted to be a top-rate classical guitarist, and I got to the top somehow. I was the only woman yeah. signed to a major label in the world, <laughs> and I, they kept, well, they, it kept yeah. me so busy with TV specials and different international tours. But then yeah. I, I took a sabbatical, say, in, in Vancouver, and then um, I had this thing called focal dystonia, which was just really affected one finger, and... Uh, I took a, a, a breather, and during that time, I thought, well, I, I don't want to give up the guitar, but why don't I try and sing? And I always hmm. you know, won little poetry awards and always loved writing and the written word. So it opened up something yeah. wonderful. And I've done about six albums with vocals. In fact, this yeah. new album, it has one vocal. Most of it is all instrumental, though. Yeah, very nice. Well, that was the other thing I was curious about. Like, did you decide to pursue a career? Like, did you have a defining moment or a plan? Like, here's here's what I'd like to do in my life. No, I started oh. winning competitions. You know, one thing led to another. And 
I got scholarships um, and I studied with so many of the world's greatest guitarists. I spent two years in France studying with La Goya. I was, we had a very active guitar scene here in Toronto. And so I got to play right. for everybody. It was anybody in, hmm. the, in the classical world, including Segovia, gave me advice and yeah. some you know, private coaching. I mean, right now, there are so many guitarists coming, graduating every year from different universities. And I feel a bit responsible for introducing. Well, yeah. I know I am because so many guitarists have written to me and say, said, we never knew you could play the guitar like that. And we heard yeah. you up in Thunder Bay or something, you know, or yeah. in El Salvador. I was always touring around the world, Nepal, and it changed yeah. their lives. Just like me hearing one concert when I was 13 changed my life. So uh, this fall, well, actually next month, I'm doing a giveaway. I decided to give back. I'm buying 30 guitars, Yamaha guitars, and it's going to be a competition through Long and McQuaid uh, across nice. Canada. It's very exciting. I tried the guitar out for the first time yesterday, and I must say oh, I couldn't nice. even record on it. It's that good. Oh, <laughs> good. I have a collection oh, of guitars, nice. oh. but and Yamaha especially made me guitars for when I, when I uh, toured in Japan. They were fanatic about yeah. classical guitar over there. So I helped spread well, it all neat. over the world, and especially doing TV shows. Yeah, when well, I yeah, played that's what, my, you know, so you, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, so you're, so you're a classical guitarist, but you got a record deal, and then you make it to this rock star status. I mean, that's rare, huh. right? Yeah, I guess when I, when I was in Japan, there were posters everywhere, and um, yeah. I actually recorded my live in Tokyo on a Yamaha guitar. Um, but then wow. I've, most of the time I've played Spanish guitars or um, ones made in the U.S. by a Mexican, M many different types of guitars. But always classical has yeah. been my big love. Um, my producer, yeah. Peter Bond, plays a lot of different guitars on the album and the new one. Yeah. And I can't wait for you to hear the rest of the album because I've been very yeah. influenced by Vangelis. Uh, who was a fantastic mm. composer and film composer. He did uh, the scores to things like uh, Chariots of Fire and Year of Living Dangerously. Um, he did the Olympics. Mm. Uh, sadly, he left, left us a few years ago, but he, he, right. he was so impressed when I played him some of the early pieces from this album. It's taken almost five years to complete this album because it's very complex. Wow. And it's also being released yeah. in, uh, it's called Atmos Dolby Surround Sound. This is the first time I've okay. ever used that. So I'm not a technician, but have you heard of it? It's, yeah. uh, apparently you sound like, I sound like I'm in a cathedral. And, so the and sound isn't coming from a specific point. It's, it's just floating around in the yes. air. It's like you're swimming in it. Yes. Dol and you can get the regular stereo mix, of course, but this is a very immersive yeah experience and I, I have lots of different influences Enya is one of my favorite artists so one yeah. song is very Enya like I, I, my influences are Leonard Cohen Gordon Lightfoot all the all the folk yeah. you know Tony Mitchell but always with a classical kind of approach so this yeah. like the nocturne I, I think it's just such a beautiful melody then I added my own middle section to it um, you can get it through Apple Music, and I think a lot yep. of the high-end 
cars. I don't have a Ferrari, but apparently you can. They use the Atmos system. It's yeah. it's all very exciting. My producer's over the moon about it. It's been very intense oh, getting it all ready yeah. in time. So I noticed on that song, it sounds like you're tuned to drop D. Which you one? I can hear the low D string um, in Nocturne. The Nocturne. Oh, Nocturne. Ah. Yes, I can hear the low D ringing. Well, so I the use bottom, that quite so a lot. Yeah, and or sometimes yeah, do I do it? the scordatura tuning, which is the the A drop down to G. G. Um, oh, I, I must have written a dozen pieces using that. And you experiment with other tunings just to to get a different flavor. Well, and get not that as lower much note. as Joni Mitchell. <laughs> she was famous for that. Yeah. I can't believe she's mm. back touring. I met her in Los Angeles. Yeah. I've met so many interesting musicians and people all over the world. So that's one of the yeah. privileges. Uh, I played for every world leader just about. And yes. you know, hung out yeah. with everyone from Fidel to to the <laughs> royal family. Prince Philip was my yeah, yeah he was my um pen pal. Sad that nice. he and the Queen are no longer. But it was a great yeah. part of my life, getting letters. I have almost 100 letters from him. And he just loved wow. the guitar, believe it or not. Um, well, yeah. And, and you, you've you stayed within your classical, but you've also expanded out. You, you talk about playing in India with the sitar players and, and doing other, well, you know, you was, have some songs on your albums. Yeah. Yes, that was just for fun. We didn't give formal concerts. And they always wanted yeah, more yeah me to play longer concerts in India. You know, I'd play everything I knew in two hours and no, no, yeah. madam, we, we wanted four hours. I thought, oh God. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. They were very appreciative. And yeah. I played in Mother yeah. Teresa's hospice. I like to do a lot of charity things. I, I, pl I played yeah. for all kinds of, you know, uh, good causes around the world and met some very fascinating people. People that were nothing yeah. to do with music, like Sir Edmund Hillary, or uh, I, I wrote, I put a list, it's something like 500. You know, people that, whose names you'd recognize, I can't believe. I, well, on your <laughs> website, you have a list of experiences and name, names and experiences and stuff. So I encourage our, our listeners, if you have a chance to go to leonaboyd.com and check it out, because I read through all of them. And oh, yes. uh, it's a pretty fascinating <laughs> list. I was flying and, the Concorde uh, back and forth, <laughs> burning up the yeah. ozone. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Sometimes it was the only way to get to Europe. I had a really packed schedule. Yeah. I, I don't think I slept in those days. I was extremely energetic. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of what it. I was getting at earlier. Like you just go, yeah. go, go. So you, yeah. in when you're in the heat of the moment, you don't have a lot of time for reflection because you you got to get on the next plane. You got the next show. You're thinking about a million things. Yes. I'm just reading Madonna's autobiography now. Wow. It's an audiobook. Oh. I did an audiobook too. I read all yeah. the audiobook. And I have a children's book. That was so much fun to, yes. to write. It's all rhyming. Do you have any kids, Dan? I do. They're grown now. I have grandkids. So. Oh, good for you. I don't. So maybe I'll grab one I know of them. A lot of, yeah. a <laughs> lot of people read it to their kids, and it makes a yeah. perfect little Christmas present. You can get it all over the world on Amazon. It's called the cat who nice. played guitar, and uh, there are pictures yes, of my real cat that, at yeah. the back. But uh, illustrations by Laura Fernandez, who's yeah. also a musician. She did adorable nice. illustrations of yeah. of my cat in all his various poses. It was, yeah. it was fun. 
I'll check it out for sure. So let me ask you about a, a, a few people just to, that I was curious about. First, first is oh. Gordon Lightfoot. I'm assuming you guys were friends. He's gone oh, now, obviously. Friends, that, yes. That, you know. I'm friends with his, his California wife. Well, I knew, I knew yeah. quite a few of them. Wives and girlfriends and groupies. <laughs> he had a big following yeah. of women, as did Leonard yeah. Cohen. He was my friend too. Great. But Light Lightfoot, uh, yes, when I was just a teenager, we used to listen to him. Oh, I, he's my favorite as far as guitar singer songwriter guitar players. I just yes. can't say enough about how he was great. influential influential. And so for him, I mean, he you had that big platform of opening for him. That that must have been a good doorway for you to walk through. Oh God, I I don't know how I pulled that <clears throat> off thousands of people every night and me playing Debussy and, and uh, Chopin <laughs> or Asturias. Yeah. Yeah. I write about uh, it in the, in the book. There's a whole little section on Gordon and all yeah. the adventures we had on tour. But he was very generous yeah. and always brought me back at the end of the shows to take a bow with him. Nice. He had yeah. that huge hit, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and that's the time I was touring with him. So, oh, nice. well, I sing it all the time. I love that song. There's a magic to it. You know, you know how that goes with music, right? You're trying to find the magic, yeah, and when you get it, you go, that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, yes. Yeah, when so. we played in Traverse City and uh, up, up where a lot of the sailors came from, the whole town came out to honor him. Yeah, I was just listening to you on, on your website. You remind me of one of my accompanying guys. Uh, I did a whole album with a Croatian. A singer, he was like a Simon and Garfunkel. He he played the Paul Simon role, and uh, you look a bit mm. like him. So oh, I did a whole album of beautiful Croatian music. The only boy to sing songs nice. of love. That was the first time I dared sing. And then uh, yeah, I had a, um, another duet partner, Michael Savona. We toured all over the place. Um, yeah. And then uh, Andrew Dolson was my was touring with last we did a christmas special and you can see it on cbc at christmas time and yeah. it went all over pbs for the last i think it was five or six years you've been able to see yeah. that and he sings beautifully you, you can see the yeah. christmas special it's all a live concert <laughs> we, yeah. we, we did the whole thing live with guest ron corb the flute player and it's an album called the winter fantasy too and so you're not retiring. You're gonna. You're still gonna go out and play. Oh, I still have some more pieces to complete for a new album. I'm always working on albums, yeah. but I don't know whether I'll be touring. That's a, not yeah. sure. Okay. So a couple of things that struck me when I was reading through your your biography. Obviously, you dated Pierre Trudeau. That was uh, quite eight years you know, yes. common knowledge. Yes. yes, and then uh, you got to meet people like Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher yes. and stuff. That goes back a and, while. Yes. I used to play did, with Justin. But did you ever feel, oh, that's, I guess when Justin was a kid, you would have known yeah, him, of course. Yeah, go hiking through the yeah. woods. So did you ever find yourself in a place like that where, you, where it's kind of surreal to you or looking around going, well, here I am uh, Yeah, sitting especially here. at the summit conference when they were all there and they all talked to me afterwards, Margaret Thatcher and Reagan seeing me holding hands with Pierre because we sat together. He, he knew yeah. very well what was going on. I'm spending two hours with Fidel Castro, you know. It was interesting, very fascinating to meet all these world leaders. I mean, the sad thing yeah. is so many people that I met and performed for are no longer with us. That's the trouble as you get older. I'm in yeah. the 70s now, early 70s. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because you said Olivia Newton-John was a good friend to you, and yeah. she's gone now. She's gone. Very, very sad. My concert promoter from 
from Vancouver Island just died 10 days ago, mm. Ben Werbski. Wow. He had me oh, playing sorry. Campbell River and Nanaimo and Duncan and all those places many yeah. times, stayed in his home. Cancer yeah. got him. And Roger Whitaker as well. Yeah, yeah, dear Roger, we recorded together in Reno. It all seems like another yeah. lifetime. So I've got yeah. to go forward. I want to meet some more young musicians, yes. and, uh, well, the up-and-coming ones. Enough, and that's yeah. when these 30 kids all get a free guitar, uh, I hope they're going to it'll change their lives. And I'm delighted to be able yeah. to give back in that way. And thank Yamaha well, for coming aboard. You know, my first guitar yeah, was probably worth about $5. My mother insisted my father bring it back from Spain. That really changed my life. I heard Julian Bream. You know, I eventually got a better guitar. And it, that guitar yeah. I still have. It was in the uh, museum, one of the museums in Ottawa, for quite a few mm. years. Yeah. And they have a whole display yeah. at the, in the National Guitar Museum. On my career, they've got my electric classical guitar and yeah. some of my costumes and albums and um, the first thing you see apparently and i haven't seen it is you see a video of me playing malaganya oh wow on a big video screen well it's interesting i was going to ask you about that you you brought up segovia i was when i was a teenager i was working at my mom's the place where my mom works and this guy said oh you play guitar and i said oh yeah and he goes well do you know who the greatest guitar player ever in the world was and i said uh -huh. well no and he goes segovia and i uh -huh. said well I was into Eric Clapton and yes. Billy Gibbons and <laughs> Santana. I didn't know who Segovia was. Oh, you was. hadn't then, heard of Segovia. Yeah. No, because I was a teenager. I mean, yeah, I was had just a, a specialized rock, audience. Rubbing, huh. Yeah. And, but then he said that and then I, I checked it out and then you, I guess you performed at Carnegie Hall apparently and he sent you a note and, and then you were in Cairo and you were presented as the new Segovia. What yes, did you think of right. that? Yeah. <laughs> The Opera House, the Cairo Opera House. And believe it or not, I was the first person ever to play in the new Paris Opera House because it was built oh, wow. by a Canadian architect. Yeah. And uh, they invited me. So, uh, yeah. not that I'm an opera singer, so what, but I got to play yeah. so, uh, before it was even finished. I remember the, there was still dust and they hadn't quite completed it. I met all kinds of interesting people. That was Carlos Ott. Arthur Erickson, who yeah. lived in Vancouver, he was a famous yeah. architect. See, they're all <laughs> gone. It's just awful. <laughs> but I had great yeah. times. We went to Europe together, and his friend, yeah. his, his boyfriend, did all the design for Roy Thompson Hall, which is in Toronto. Yeah, I, I had a kind of jet-set life. But I also, um, well, yeah. you know, I'm just a little English kid who came over on a boat three times with my parents. You know, the people I miss the most, of course, are my parents my mother lived to 95 and wow. she was my biggest supporter she got me a good yeah. guitar teacher in toronto and i often took her on tour when i had an interesting place oh, nice. she came to india with me yeah. and to the far east she was a good road manager well that's nice and that was you were able to to bond even further with her and let her take some uh, you know get some uh, advantage of your success as well. Oh, so yes. She ran my company, Mosin Records, for years. She kept meticulous books. Yeah. She'd call up the promoters and deal with the record companies. Now it's all so technical. My producer, Peter Bond, does yeah. a lot of that. Um, but we have a team of yeah. people. Hmm. Uh, one person probably couldn't do it. It's so complicated now. Well, but, uh, yeah. If any listeners and, are there that yeah. haven't heard the album, just 
go to my website, classicalguitar.com or leonaboyd.com, Leona with an I, of course, and uh, see the YouTube videos you like. Please leave a comment. I appreciate it. And put a thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> that helps the <laughs> For alg sure. algorithms. Um, yeah. It's all about streaming and these days, I guess. But we are making a physical guess, album. Yeah. People can buy a physical album this time. I did a yes. Latin album last year. Oh, I love that. I play it every day to do exercises too. It's called L-O-V-E. Oh, nice. And I just get those yeah. catchy, I don't know, I'm really good at writing catchy music, but this is the first time I have ever done an album that you could actually dance to. Not not mm. the latest one, but this latest one is right. more cinematic. You just immerse yourself right. in it and it takes you to another place. But the one before that, yes, you can get up and do exercises too. Yeah, Nice. And then I have to ask you about Chet Atkins. You got to play with him as well, right? Yes, and he was, yes. He, he just played so effortlessly. Like watching he him play. He was a fan of just... mine. I was a fan of his, and he was admiring yeah. all the different techniques I used to use. He used yeah. to get me to teach him different trills and tremolo and things yeah. like that that he wasn't very good at. But he was Mr. Yeah, Country right. Gentleman. Yeah, that was, that was oh, all. Yeah. I'd go down to Nashville and record it in his home studio. And uh, yeah. I did many different did, TV ever... specials with him and yeah. uh, all kinds of well-known Canadian artists. Did you get to meet the whole crew down there, like uh, Glenn Campbell and Roy Clark and any of those guys? No, I didn't meet those two, but I did play in the Opry and um, yeah. Boxcar Willie. He went, he went crazy about my playing, almost smashed my guitar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And I went to his museum. I met his wife. He was... His wife was Leona, L-E-O-N-A. So he used to call okay. me Leona. And when he'd call for me, my husband, my ex-husband, um, who's still in L.A., he'd say, hey, Chet's on the phone for you, Leona. <laughs> and then uh, we went one, one night, we went to see the, uh, the, the filming when he was on The Tonight Show. I'd been on it three times. We went and Warren Beatty came in. It was interesting living in L.A. I, yeah. I lived in Malibu for a while. That's how I got to know Olivia Newton-John. She was a really dear friend. And she sang yeah. Canadian Summer Dreams, which was lovely mm. of her. Very yeah. kind. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, you know, when you're a professional, you meet lots of people and you have sort of a professional acquaintance. But there's yes. a few people that you gravitate to that you say, well, I, I really get this. Our, our souls are kind of aligned. I really get this person and this yes. person really gets me. Yeah, and those I people are rare, right? Being built, and we went shopping together a few times, and, and had lunch yeah. in the patios of Palm Beach. And she lived a bit further nice. north, and uh, yeah, I knew her husband. In fact, I, we both met him together. <laughs> and hmm. okay, she, she said, "Oh, here's a nice man for you, Leona," because I had I had been divorced. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she ended up marrying yeah. him, and he's lovely. Oh, he specializes in. Well. Amazonian herbs. It's called Johnny Selang. He's devastated by losing her. Yeah, life is short. It's too short. Well, it's it's funny when you're young, you hear the older people saying that, but then when yeah. you get a bit older, you Doesn't look back home, and, really. and you go, no, until you look back and, and, and the timelines are very short. Like when you look at the things you did, yes. it wasn't that long and it went I on. Know. And then now here Prince you are. Prince Philip wrote back. to me about that. He said, once you begin to sense your mortality, everything changes. I mean, he knew mm. it was time to go. And he was 96, was he not? No, 99. He almost made it to 100. So he had, 
Yeah, I read uh, yeah, Prince so, Harry's book, uh, audio book. Yeah. Uh, he he right. narrates it. It's, it's very interesting. And he was yeah. crazy about his granddad. It was another era, a different time. You know, he was very formal. That all the times I met Prince Philip and did charities for him, I couldn't hug him or anything. I asked him once, I kind of shook right. his head. But I have a trophy photo in my book with the Queen, and I tell the story of how I got that photo. Then he flew me on his plane. I mean, I'm sure you've heard some of these stories before, but yes, um, yeah, yeah, things that those were all all pinch me moments. Really, I mean, yeah. he was flying it, and it was really yeah. bumpy. So, I yeah, mean, I've had to flu. So you look around and go, interesting Here plane I am. experiences. <laughs> yeah, yes. I survived them all. Yeah, helicopters, planes, yeah. Concords, lose engines halfway across the Atlantic. Yeah, so so you're flying across the Atlantic in the Concorde, and one of the engines falls off. Mm, yes, Air France. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and then they try and land in. Rakovic, and then they just switched the idea. I think they're going to land in Halifax. So I thought, oh, goodness, I'll get off in Halifax. I have friends there. Um, then in the end, we landed in Kennedy uh, in New York, and they had all the foam yeah. out. And it was a long flight. We didn't get reimbursed. <laughs> and yeah, we couldn't geez. stop easily. So yeah. that's why they had the foam. It was very scary. But I met interesting people on oh, the Concord. Henry Kissinger yeah. tried to pick me up. And, oh really? Uh, I sat next to Mike Nichols, one whole, yeah. What, and then I used to fly to Acapulco all the time. Had great friends there, and uh, theirs was a who's who. But basically, yeah. I'm a very normal person now. My friends are not celebrities, particularly. You know, I'm single. I'm what can I say? You can live a, a somewhat normal life. life. Do you, do people recognize you when you go out and stuff? Sometimes, do you get yeah. To, I mean, when you think of uh, you know a Michael Jackson or an Elvis who who just can't even live, can't even yeah. live their life. I sat at the high table with Michael Jackson once, and they snuck him in when all the lights went out, and then the next thing yeah. he, was, he was there. <laughs> I never yeah. talked to him. I just peeked at yeah. him along the high table at one of the big charities in the music business. Oh, the music business well, is so so fraught with <laughs> problems and keeps changing. It's hard to keep up, yeah. but a lot of crooks yeah, too. You have to sure. be really careful. Yeah. Luckily, Were you ever I, taken advantage of oh, yes. or, or mistreated? Oh, yeah. yes. Promoters that stiffed me and my whole New Zealand yeah. tour. All I got was one $10 sheepskin rug. <laughs> I can laugh oh, about it really? now. But yeah. Gee. But you know, other people have been much more ripped off. Look at poor Leonard Cohen. We used to have tea oh, together terrible. in LA and compare yeah. notes and play our latest songs yeah. and talk about poetry. Yeah. I loved being friends with him. I was married at the time. and He was dating Rebecca de Mornay, I remember. <laughs> and then he became a Buddhist. Yeah. Uh, but when he yeah. had all his money stolen by his manager, he went back on tour yeah. and it was fantastic. He was loving it. Yeah. Uh, he was just <laughs> so thrilled to be back. Yeah. So in a way, it was the best thing. I'm not suggesting <laughs> that happened to me. No, I hear you. Well, I actually got... Yeah. Yeah, all my Gordon Lightfoot money got ripped off by a crooked accountant, so I lost all that. Really? Oh, gee. That's what happens. you got and, to be, be careful. So warning to young guitarists. Yeah, mind your business, right? And, and know what your too. business dealings are. I guess in, in Leonard Cohen's case, 
I, I haven't. I mean, you know, the odd, a couple little things, but uh, I could still count yeah. on maybe not one hand, but both hands, the amount of times, you know, things happen and there's certain situations where you don't get the full amount that you were supposed to get or, or yeah. somebody takes advantage of you in, in that way. And it's stiffed a, a handful of times, but not, not, nothing serious, no serious mm. amounts of money. You're lucky. Yeah. But the thing with Leonard Cohen, his manager, the guy that's supposed yeah. to be looking after you, woman, that's supposed yeah. to have your interest in mind or yeah, um, is taking his money. Yeah. It's a so common a story apparently, sadly. Yeah. So obviously for you, you had the other element being a, an attractive female that must have played into oh, yeah. some of the dynamic of, you know, playing and people approaching you and, and, you know, I guess it was a blessing and a curse if you could put it that way. It, yes. It, uh, yes. I got on a few more nice. magazine covers because I was attractive, but, uh, I had quite a few me too moments or mm, right. experiences, not many actually. And I, there's a whole section in my first book. I mean, I was ahead of my time. I was a bit of a pioneer. And also I wanted to do some daring things like sitting on the white, uh, sitting on the white stallion in the poppy fields of Andalusia, Spain, uh, for my best off cover. And it was sort of scandalous yeah. back then. Now, <laughs> I mean, it seems so tame. <laughs> I did break new ground for women artists. So how did you deal with that? Did were you did you toughen up? Like did you get tougher skin or did you just sort of accept no, it? Oh, I come and, home and, and cry <laughs> to my parents. Yeah. So, well, I had to escape out of hotel rooms a couple of times. No, oh, just a lot of offers. I mean, I was going to play the White House with Frank Sinatra, but the price was too high. The promoter made it very obvious what he wanted if that was going to happen. So sometimes uh, I hmm. I lost out. Yeah, but it, that's it, the it dirty goes side way of the back, and, and it happened in Canada too. It wasn't just in the yeah. U.S. and Europe. They were mm. very chauvinistic and didn't think I could be a serious artist if I said you look like a model. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, and especially when I sat on the white horse. But it went platinum. You know, I've sold millions of records, yeah. so I took risks. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. you have to do. You have to be a bit of a risk taker. And now I don't know whether there are any risks. Everybody has done everything, so. Yeah. Did yeah, I mention okay. that the uh, the regular CD will be in, in the stores and on Amazon too? Because there are hardly any record stores left, mind you. But Amazon yeah. will have the physical CD. So they do CDs and then vinyl as well, or no? No, a lot of artists are doing that now. They're doing vinyl, I know. but I, I haven't got my record. I might, but right now the Atmos has taken all our time yeah. and budget. Do you have a record player you, that you use? I don't. I don't either. I don't have one now. I mean, I have a few old albums kicking around, but I don't have anything yes. to play them on. And all your stuff is on Apple and also Spotify. I'm, I'm on Spotify and I could get access it all on there as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Spotify for so sure. So I wanted but... to ask you about, um, about your fundraising, you know, like one of the best ways to feel good in life is to give back. And you've certainly done that. You talked about the guitars that you're buying and you're going to give to the younger people. And you've, you've helped to raise millions of dollars for various charities over the years. And yeah. at the Can Kennedy Center, you did the American Cancer Society, just making a positive difference in the world. Mm -hmm. I hope. You, yes. Do as much as I can. Yes, I've done. Even in small communities, donated your know, percentages for disasters that have happened, fires, yeah. floods, hurricanes. Uh, yeah. In Malibu, I did a benefit concert after the big fire that I was in there. 
Yes. But we are, and you got evacuated from that, is that right? Yes, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, I've been through a lot of earthquakes, four major ones, yeah. and hotel oh. fires. And I had a few dangerous experiences, but I have guardian angels, I think. Yes. And you, you said you were in a, in Tokyo, you were in an earthquake. I guess you yes. ran down the stairs to <laughs> Yes, 30. I was on the 30th yeah. floor. <laughs> oh, gee. How I did that so feel? I have so many stories. That's why I decided to write a book. I thought people should yeah. know the whole experience. They, yes. I don't just glide on the stage. There's a lot of yes, there you background. Go. And some of this, the things are funny to write about now. Um, I mean, they're yeah. not always funny when they're happening. Your books are available on Amazon, I'm assuming. Yes, and Indigo has yeah my two autobiographies and uh, my cat book, as I call it, my the cat who played yeah. guitar. And you can get combos, so, and you get a discount code, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, good. So, what's your general philosophy of life these days? Your sort of mm -hmm. overarching well, kind of purpose: be kind to each other, yes. and do yeah. unto others as we would have done unto you. Just. Uh, I don't like to see a lot of aggression, and, and I don't like greed, as I said. Well, I sort of feel an obligation to contribute something to the world just because I've been yeah. lucky enough to have a, such a great life, but I realize I've created a lot of that for myself. I worked like a dog, yeah. believe me. It didn't mm -hmm. come naturally. I wasn't from a natural you know, family musician, so I just wanted to do it so badly. Pursue whatever you you want with passion, choose something you love. If you don't love the playing the piano, switch to guitar. Or, uh, yes, there even you go. if it's just a, a simple chords, and you know, but really dedicate yourself to it and and enjoy. Get a good teacher, yeah. or now I guess you can learn a lot from the internet. But you have to pursue. You can't pursue hundred things at once. You got to find out. Where your passions lie, because I thought. So, oh, well, what would you, you know, change if? Yeah. What would I change in my life? Yeah, like if you could go back and do your career again, or you know, what would you change? Oh, maybe I moved around a bit too much. <laughs> Miami every year. I switched houses. I spent a lot of time moving. Um, I don't regret getting divorced, but I do feel lonely sometimes. Um, yeah. I don't really have regrets, like the Piaf song. Je ne regrette pas. I'm glad I learned to speak French and Spanish. Um, yes. But basically, I, I wouldn't do anything very differently with my career because I, I loved it. I loved traveling. I yes. mean, I even used to like meeting people in airports and doing my practice in, in empty lounges. Uh, so I had yeah. guardian angels protecting me, I think. Live your life well, with yeah. passion. Don't just yeah. be a couch potato. <laughs> Yes. Well, it sounds like you had a few brushes with uh, destiny there and somebody was oh, looking yes. after you. So, uh, yeah. um, so did you uh, regret not having a family or that just didn't fit well, into your lifestyle? Yes, it lifestyle? would have been nice in many ways to have children now that I'm older, but you can't have everything in life. You have to choose. Yes. Uh, like my pieces of my, my children. And I'm just so proud of this new album. It's my best ever. Yeah. Um, Good. My dear friend, Peter Bond has worked his behind off with me, but he's the one that I, I write. I write the the melodies and the the lyrics, but he's the one that uh, makes it all come alive with his productions. Hmm. Um, and he's the one that 
you know, pushed me to do Atmos. And you're doing that out of Toronto? You're back in Toronto now? I'm in Toronto right now, yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's where you're doing your production and, and that sort yes. of thing. And November 3rd, okay, the album comes out. Yeah. 2023. To, uh, to <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> it's called Once Upon a Time. Years Once Upon yeah. a Time. You know, my parents yeah. really encouraged me to write. That's why I guess I have a poetic soul. They're always reading me fairy stories and little, yes. you know, that often began once upon a time. Yeah. Maybe I'll write another so, book one day. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you, what what's left for you to do? I mean, you've done pretty much everything. You've been er everywhere and done everything. So oh, there are some what else are you going to do? don't know about. <gasps> you got to carry, carry on, keep writing music and keep writing some more books. And Well, I hope so, if I'm blessed to have yeah. the chance to do that. And you never know where inspiration comes. On my new album, I actually redid a couple of pieces that I was just so crazy about the the melodies that, um, like Shadows of the Wind, it sounds really different now. Um, yeah. I have one very magisterial anthemic piece called Anthema that Vangelis loved. Oh, Lullaby for My Love. Well, that's when I fell in love with my former husband. Yeah. And hmm. when you're inspired, these melodies come easily. And then there's one very interesting one we end the album with, piece called The Search, a few vocals. And uh, I know the record company was quite astounded when they heard it. And That's... I think the production is absolutely beautiful. It's an hour long. It's, you can you know, lose yourself in this music. It's just imagine that we've only got one video so far, but we'll have other ones. And the Nocturne, yeah. I have some footage from in England when I was walking across uh, Westminster Bridge. It's Dude. quite different from my other albums. And it yes. really it's kind of return to form, more classical style, but with this huge production going on. I don't know how many tracks, but 80 tracks or something. <laughs> Almost crashed yeah, the nice. computers. Yes, it's different than the old school recording, but it's it's better in some yes. ways because you can do more of that kind of stuff, right? Oh, yes. You've got to be a technician, yeah. though. Luckily, I have Peter. Yes. Yeah. an expert at that. Well, I think yes, Canadians and, and, will really enjoy it. I think people around the world will enjoy it. Um, Anthema sounds like it's got influences from France, from Greece. Uh, it's international, but others are just from my imagination. I, I even have the Brahms lullaby cradle song that my mother used to sing me oh, to wow. sleep with, uh, and that's really beautiful. Use it with your, your grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I could. Yeah, and I want to get a, a copy of your children's book too. I'll, I'll look that up. I mean, you've certainly made a significant contribution and, uh, you know, Canada appreciates you and you're uh, an officer, I guess, of the Order of Canada now. Yeah, I got upgraded. Were, Isn't yeah. that nice? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. well-deserved. You spent your whole life uh, contributing and, of course, giving back and stuff too. So I can speak Thank for you. many people saying we appreciate you very much and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today and and uh, all the things that you shared. Thank you very much. Pleasure to Meet you over the <laughs> over the yes, microphone. I appreciate that. Many thanks to my guest Leona Boyd for being part of the Liner Notes podcast and sharing some insights from her expansive career and the interesting life that she has lived. More information is available at leonaboyd.com. We encourage you to check that out. There's lots of great content on there and discographies and everything that you that you want to know is on there. 
Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast and invite you to subscribe to it and share it on social media so others can enjoy it as well. And we invite you to listen to Dusty Discs Radio Tuesdays and Thursdays to hear music from the Canadian artists you're hearing on this show. So until next time, I'm Dan Harris.